thought I'd mix it up a little bit. Now, normally I produce and, and record all of our podcasts in the studio, but I've actually, I spend more time in my car, so I thought I'd just do a lot more thought podcasts. You know, what am I thinking? What's going on in our world? Uh, just to lay down some more content because we're getting more messages, you guys wanting more information, more content from us. So I think this would be the best and this is the easiest way for me to try and get that out to you guys. And what I, I was asked today, uh, just a Chris, where did you actually start? How did you actually end up in real estate? And I, I you know, I was chatting away with him and but I, I thought I'd lay this down into a podcast format. And actually talk about from right at the beginning, right back, let's go back to when I was a teenager to where we are today, because I really think it was the steps that I took as a younger person to where we are today uh, within the business, in, in the business world, pretty much. So I still remember, I reckon I was probably seven or eight years of age was really when I decided that, you know, that word entrepreneur was never around or really it wasn't used that that much back, you know, 30 odd years ago. But I really knew back then that I didn't want to work for anyone, whatever I was going to do in life, whether that would be something to do with professional sports or in business, whichever way I went, I was going to, if it was in business, that I was never going to work for someone. I was always going to have my own business. And I've always had that goal. And I I still remember the conversation I had with my mum that, you know, I'll either end up in jail or I'll have an amazing and successful business when I'm older. So I'm glad it was the latter for sure. But um, so it probably really did start when I was about seven or eight years of age. And, you know, when we talk about, um, you know, what did I do? How did I make money uh, before we, you know, started businesses? But I actually really, when I look back at it, my first business, I reckon I was about 13 years of age when I really had my first uh, business and you know I will call it a business I was running a business even though it wasn't a uh, it was a car washing business really where I'd go around I would knock on doors on after school and during the weekends and I would wash people's car and I would wash their car uh, for two dollars and um, basically what I used to what happened was I then started getting a lot more regular customers obviously we're doing a fairly good job and only charging $2 and I started building this client base where I actually started then getting some of my mates uh, to help me wash the cars and I would pay $1.50 and I'd take 50 cents myself and I'd never actually wash the car and I'm like so that's where it really sort of kicked off Uh, we ended up you know competition you know there was some other kids in the neighborhood that started you know they cotton on to it so they started their own car washing business and I think from the end of it thinking back now I think we were washing people's cars for about a dollar so ridiculously cheap just trying to undercut the competition or the the other kids in the neighborhood so to speak so that's where it really sort of started for me from there then I did a lot of lawn mowing uh, for my neighbors and other people in the street so I was always looking at ways on how I could make money um, because I was brought up from mum and dad our money was never given to us you know if dad was always if you want something you got to work for it Chris you know and I think you know that was installed into me into my DNA and at a very young age which I'm very thankful for obviously uh, because it's made us into the business person we are today but you know I I wanted certain things when I was growing up and, you know, I had to work for it. You know, if I wanted the latest pair of Air Jordans, I would go and work and find the money and then go and buy what I wanted. And that's how I really, you know, in my teenager's years, that's pretty much how I survived. And, 
So I did the car washing thing. I had a newspaper run as well too for a number of years. So that was another way that I was making extra money on the side as well while I was through school. Then I got into some regular jobs. So we always did have regular jobs. My first job was uh, McDonald's. Uh, you know, which was a really good platform, you know, for training, you know, in all parts of business, going through that McDonald's sort of training, I think was um, still one of the best career moves that I did as a young age. I wish I stayed around in it a lot longer and owned a couple. It's a license to print money nowadays. But anyway, it wasn't for me. We moved on and then I got into other roles. But it wasn't until later on where I really worked out that I really, I like sales and I've always liked selling and I've always thought of myself, um, you know, a pretty good, someone that could sell stuff uh, pretty easily or convince people to buy products and stuff like that. So I was doing a number of different jobs. I think I had about 28 sort of jobs once I left school. Couldn't really find anything that I really, really liked or could sink my teeth into. And then I got into a job and I was there for five years at Retrovision. Uh, selling uh, TVs and washers and all all the home appliances. And then that's when, from there, that's when someone that worked there said, Chris, you're really good at what you do. You know, you should really get into real estate. But while I was doing, when I was at Retrovision, I was earning $60,000 a year. And for, for me, it wasn't enough. I, I wanted that elusive, I want 100,000 plus back then. And we're talking 15 years ago. And that was really the ultimate goal for me. I really wanted to earn over $100,000 a year. I didn't want to be putting $20 worth of fuel into my car every week, uh, putting $30 aside for registration and insurance. Uh, you know, I, I had a very little mobile bill. So my wife and I, we were very good with money and budgeting. Uh, she was, I was very good at spending if you ask her, but she's really taught me a lot about how to budget and stuff like that. But what I did while I was at Retrovision, I did have a couple of companies on the side. I actually built two websites uh, that were quite profitable that I was running. And one was a reverse auction website. I believe I was the first to start a reverse auction website back in the day where uh, gifts and products were sold at the lowest exclusive bid. I could source the, um, the, the, you know, the product very cheaply from where I was working. Uh, and then I was basically selling that stuff online as a reverse auction website. And that kicked on and that was a national, it was, you know, we had people all around Australia bidding for this stuff and we were shipping out the product. And this was all while I was still working at Retrovision. But it's still, for me, it wasn't enough. So then I started a car website where you could advertise your cars for sale for $5 per car um, because I knew, you know, car sales was just getting going and I think there was drive. Uh, as well too. So we started a website called Drive-By, B-U-Y, and I then, you know, on my days off from, because I'd only work a, a roster shift at Retrovision, on my days off, I would drive around to all the car yards and hand out brochures and meet all the car yard owners and to get them to, to get onto my website and uh, to, to build up the stock inventory and stuff like that. And they were paying $5 per car. What I then had to do, um, I wanted a, a, we were getting married. So what I actually then did was I then sold both websites to pay for my wedding, basically. And um, these were websites that cost me bugger all to start. It cost me nothing to run them. Um, and then I actually sold both of them for just under $50,000 uh, back then. So they're not live anymore. They're not running. I don't know who purchased it. It was um, just uh, how the deal was done. I, I don't know what they did with them afterwards. They ran them for a little while and then shut them down for some reason. But... Uh, that's on them, but that's what I was doing on the side. 
And what I then, when I was doing the car, the you know the the, the car website, I was actually also buying and selling cars with my father-in-law. So what we would do on our nights off, you know, um, when we finished work, we didn't have kids, so we were hustling even at, at night and basically would be online, would be looking for cars and, and we sort of had an idea of what sort of cars people were buying at the particular time and we were trying to source them and then we'd go and make them stupid offers and whoever said yes would buy the car, would clean it up and then would sell it for a profit. We did this for a number of years. So we were really just buying and selling a lot of stuff on on eBay. Um, That's really where we made that sort of extra money on the side to really get by in those times. But it was, you know, stuff, um, autographs from celebrities. We were buying them cheap and then we were on selling them. Uh, We were, you know, buying basically anything, anything that we thought there was a market for and we could pick it up relatively cheap and we knew we could get a, you know, a profit out of it. But majority of it was in buying and selling cars at that particular time. So we were working, my wife was working, I was working, we didn't have kids. So we were always doing some sort of side hustle off to the side. I can still remember this one car that we, it was down on the Gold Coast and it was the certain cars that we'd been trading in and we we found this car and it was really rare because it was a manual and uh, all the other cars that we generally could find were automatics and and he had $11,000 on the car and we went down and had a look at it and I offered him $6,500 cash and I'm ruthless when it comes to buying and selling and negotiating because that's where you make your money and the what's the worst that he could have said was no. Anyway, we went down there, had a look at the car, I offered him six and a half thousand. He basically laughed and he said, well, look, unfortunately, you know, I'm not going to accept that. No problem, mate, we moved on. What I do though is I did, especially with him, I wrote down my name and number. I said, mate, if you ever change your mind, I got six and a half cash in my pocket right now, I'll take it off your hands, you know, but just, just take my number just in case. We left Southport. By the time I got back to uh, Dreamworld, which is about 15 minutes up the road, the phone rings and it was him. And he's like, mate, thought about it. I'll take the deal. We turned back around on the highway, went back down, paid him six and a half thousand. I brought the car. We then polished, cleaned, blackened the tires, made it smell nice, washed it, just did the interior up, spent no real money on it, but we just cleaned it up. And basically, we then unsold that car two weeks later for $11,000, what he had it actually advertised for. So it was just how we can actually just, you know, we were buying and selling, but it was all about how we could buy the, you know, whatever it was at a good price and then on sell it from there. So um, that was probably one of the best cars that we did. And we did nothing for it. And we a two-week return around, we made over five grand profit out of it. So that's what I did before I got into real estate. So there is a number of different ways. And I don't do it as much now, but uh, I wish I did. I wish I had the time for it. But there are so many ways that you can make a bit of extra money on the side. But that is actually exactly how I started when I was about seven or eight years of age. So, you know, the very typical stuff. But now we're obviously, we've, we've got a business now, which is real estate. And we've grown that from the four of us. And a lot of people think it's, and what, what I'll share with you on here, because I want to be very upfront and honest, uh, someone actually rang me the other day. They were saying, look, we we're thinking of starting our own real estate company, blah, blah, blah. I just want to really know what does it take and how much does it cost? And I um, basically, I said to him, I said, mate, look, back then, we're, this was 12 years ago. I said, mate, for me to start the company and, and to buy in on the company, it cost me, it was a $40,000 buy-in. And uh, when I look back at it now, I'm like, and that was a lot of money back then for us. Uh, I didn't even have it. Uh, back then when I started in real estate but I knew 
that we were on to something. And I look now at $40,000, that, that's not even half of uh, a realestate.com bill that I pay each month nowadays. So, But that's what it cost me to get in on business. I went in with three other people. Obviously, we all had different shares and all had different values, but that's what it cost me. And uh, over the time, I've brought out two of the partners of the four. So there's just two of us left now, you know, and uh, I've paid... I don't know how much more times it is, but, you know, of what I, you know, so that initial buy-in was just absolutely dirt cheap looking back at it nowadays in hindsight. So I made a really good decision, but I think it was really the foundations that I had, uh, you know, growing up, younger, uh, always wanting money. Um, and now for me, I, I have a complete different relationship around money now. I think growing up, I was all about money. Now, I've got, I have no relationship with money whatsoever. Whether I've got a lot of it or a little of it, it doesn't really matter because I've, I have worked out that they say that money doesn't bring happiness and it doesn't. All money does is brings experiences and allows you to buy things. But what you're buying is just material. You know what I mean? It doesn't, um, yeah, it doesn't really honestly make you happy. And um, so I have a complete different relationship now with money. So. What I like to do now in my business is I like to see everyone else having fun or making good money so you know they can give experiences to their kids and their family and, and go on wonderful holidays or you know get out of debt and stuff like that because it's one thing growing uh, growing up you know I've always worked pretty hard and I've spent my money you know on material things where Rachel has come from a complete different background uh, with her family. And she's so good at budgeting and she's taught me so much about, you know, what you can do with money and how you can pay things off and get debt free. And, you know, we're really lucky in our business. We, from day dot, we've never had a loan. We've never borrowed money for anything. And, um, you know, we own the business, uh, we own the, uh, the building that our company runs from and everything else inside of it. It's, um, you know, so I think the foundations and, and the fundamentals right in the beginning have really set us up to where we are today. Um, but I just wanted to put a quick podcast out because I have a lot of people asking, how did you get to where you are today? Well, it doesn't matter where we are today. It was what did I do to lead to this today? And I honestly think it's everything that I've done in the past and, and making sure and wanting more, but finding ways. Because so if you are out there and you're looking at ways on how to make money, it's quite e- it's really quite easy. You know, I've got no doubt that you would have things around your home uh, that you're probably not using that you think you can't get a couple of dollars for. But I guarantee if you just went into your garage or cleaned out some cupboards, I guarantee you've probably got a couple of thousand dollars worth of stuff that you could flog on um, on eBay or Gumtree and stuff like that. So there's my little thought podcast, my first one in the car. Hope that brought some value. Thanks for listening. This is me, Chris Gilmore.